T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We need your second opinion. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. You know, we got to ban this song during late night hours. I hate this song coming in and out of the break. I'm going to say that every time it gets played. It's not on you, sus. It's on whatever, I don't know. Whatever programs we have for the beats in the system, like American Woman is not the vibe. Definitely not the vibe tonight. (laughs) Lenny Kravitz somewhere like, yeah, play my track. No, we're good. Keith McPherson on the fan checking back in, man. Looking at some things online. (laughs) Mike Puma, he's a man. I follow him for some Mets stuff. He says the Mets have lost four straight postseason games, a first in franchise history. Since Noah Syndergaard beat the Royals and told them they could meet him at 60 feet 6 inches. (laughs) <laughs> oh, no. Nah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to, uh, you know, not read the thoughts and uh, feelings too much on the tweets. I know there's a world outside of the tweets. That's why I'm asking you to call me up, wherever you are out there. If you're listening, I'll get out of the way, and I'll hear what you got to say. And if I have any answers to provide, I will try. I'm just a fan, like you, watching baseball, enjoyed the games today, uh, didn't bet on these games today. I should have. But if I did, I probably would have put a parlay together that had the Mets winning. I just, I'm waiting for them to respond. I'm waiting for them to answer back. They've been good all season. And, you know, I'm a Yankees fan. I know a lot of you listening know that. And I, I know a lot of you listening don't know that. Some of you listening may have never heard me before. Some of you listening have heard me for uh, 10 months, whatever it is. Uh, I'm a Yankees fan that. You know, I don't think about the Mets much. This year, working at WFAN was the first year I've watched the Mets. And they were good, right? So I can say that I watched them compete against the top teams and rise to the occasion. They did struggle against the Padres last time they saw them. And you Darvish has dominated them all year. Tip your cap to you Darvish. He, he dealt with the Darvish. He dealt with runners on base, stealing bags, uh, having a quick pitch, pitch out of the stretch. Like, he... He did what he had to do. Like, that is an ace-like performance out of you, Darvish, a guy that's been doing it for a while. But what I'm saying about watching the Mets this year, you know, even against a postseason team like the Phillies, who won today in the ninth inning, make it happen Phillies. Remember when the Mets came back to beat the Phillies? I think I had Steve Summers on with me that night. And uh, in the beginning of the game, um, you know, we thought it was out of reach. But I was like, no, they. you never know. They never say die, these guys. These guys fight. They have a belief in that 
dugout that they can come back. You know why? Because they get knocks. They get hits. They string together hits. They pass the baton. They get runners in. But where has that been lately? Like, I'm waiting for that to come back. I don't know what's missing from it. Uh, I thought maybe it was Marte. You saw him get back in there tonight, but it was just tough. It's tough to uh, get it going when you're down 3-0 in the first two innings. It's tough to get it going when you're down 7-0 in the first five innings. And they did get off the mat then, but it, it was too little too late. It wasn't enough. When will the Mets respond? They have good players. They have talented players. They have some expensive players. They have a high payroll. I'm guessing tonight's the night. It has to be. Or Jacob deGrom uh, could be out of here. Some other guys could be out of here. And uh, this will be a season that will be talked about for a long, long time. Evan Roberts has a drop that you hear every time Carton Roberts starts. And he says if if the Mets don't win the World Series this year, then it's a failure. And it's it's hard to win the World Series. It's extremely hard to win the World Series. I grew up watching the Yankees thinking the Yankees were going to win multiple World Series. And, oh, yeah, you know, when I was in college, they won. And uh, I did not go to the parade. And my logic behind not going to the parade is, oh, well, we'll win a couple more. We'll win, we'll win some when I'm out of school. It's been a long time. <laughs> Hasn't happened. It's hard to get to the mountaintop. Uh, it's hard to win in October. You know, everything is magnified. And here we are. Big one. Biggest game in Queens in a long time. Coming up with Jacob DeGrom on the mound. Whoever writes these baseball stories, the baseball gods... Movies, man. Real-life movies that we get to watch play out every year. What a great year for baseball. Baseball is on top. Baseball is on top. And what I hope for baseball, and not for the Med series, but I hope that some of these series end tomorrow so that baseball isn't up against the NFL on Sunday. So that they get their views and they get their eyes on the game and people can see some of these stars in the game. That's another thing. I'm happy that some of the stars in the game are being seen. The Juan Sotos, the Julio Rodriguez's, the uh, Jose Ramirez, uh, Albert Pujols, Manny Machado, Francisco Lindor, Max Scherzer, you know, Bryce Harper, some of these guys that uh, are the faces of baseball, Bo Bichette, Vladdy, George Springer and those guys. Like, I'm glad that people are getting to see them. Today was a good day for baseball, if you ask me. We've never seen uh, that type of wild card slate before. We've never seen this type of format before and it's going to be interesting so call me up we'll talk through it uh you got me for another 50 minutes or so chris mcmonagle is next i'm sure c-mac will keep it going as well it's mostly a met tonight i know the yankees fans are falling all the way back like hey this is none of my business this is none of my business so <laughs> i'll let y'all have it david is in little falls new york next up on the fence good evening keith good evening yeah, whoo, tough loss. First of all, I'd like to apologize and be the proxy and represent and apologize to you for all of those arrogant Met fans that harassed you like that. Thanks, not man. Knowing that was their crazy, place, you know. Not knowing their history. Yeah. And, and I apologize for them. I, secondly. I didn't um, ask for all that anyway. <laughs> yeah, I just think you deserve that. Um, secondly, I'm really upset that what happened, you, you said, well, what the answer is, what went wrong. Here it is. When they lost that series to the Braves, and you said it earlier, um, I've been listening uh, since the beginning, it's like all the air went out of the room. And the Mets, I believe, started to doubt themselves after they got swept. And the Padres got a major, major league lineup, just like the Braves. And they, their pitchers right now, they, they're just not in 
sync and at their best, and they can't beat these kinds of teams. We have a better chance tomorrow with DeGrom if I think he needs to adjust, Keith. He needs to not think, well, I'm going to blow them away with my 100 miles. You know what? The Padres can hit that. And if he goes into that game tomorrow and think, I'm going to outsmoke you, he's going to get smoked. Yeah. He needs to adjust, do a little something different, throw some pitches they're not expecting, keep them off balance, give us good six or seven, keep it, keep it three and under, but no bombs, no homers. I'd like to see the two. I think we can win it. And then if we win tomorrow, I think we got this. But, Keith, you know what? That's too early for us to start feeling good. We haven't won anything yet for a long, long time. And, and I'm just, boy, I'm so frustrated because we got it, but there's something missing still. And the Braves, Keith, they, they shined the light on us. They said, no, 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 not yet. You're not, you're, not, you're not winning this thing yet. We're still here. We're still better than you. And the Mets need to get over that tomorrow. They need to say we can match up with a big league lineup like the Padres and beat this team. And DeGrom's got to do it. He's got to adjust. He can't go in there and throw, I'm going to throw 100. No, he'll get killed. He'll, get, he'll, he'll hit three, four homers. That's my feeling. Got to pitch. What, what do you think? I, I think by design, DeGrom gets through the first clean. The Mets have to make it happen. They have to score early. And I think tomorrow should be a low-scoring game. Mets got to win the game like, Four to two or three to one, but they got to score early. They got to draw first blood. They got to land right. the first punch, and it's got to be like, okay, Degrom's rolling, and we've got one on the board. We've got two on the board. Um, they they've got to score in the first or second inning, and Degrom's got to get through those innings clean. Then once he starts rolling, you can get it to the bullpen, get it to Edwin Diaz, and that should be all she wrote. You want it to be a low scoring game, but you got to strike first. It can't be the type of situation with Blake Snell where you let him get rolling. Right. And then it's like, who folds first, him or DeGrom? Right, because that's going to put the oxygen back in us, Keith, like you said. We need at least one or two run lead. Then we put the mask on, we take a deep breath, we breathe the oxygen, and we relax. Right. Okay, we can do this. And you nailed it. I think you hit it. That's what we got to do. I'll take a 4-2 to win. I'll take that. So uh, we'll cross our fingers. And, again, I apologize for you arrogant Met fans listening out there. You, you send my friend... In pretest, girl, I don't know you. But send Keith <laughs> a text. You know, nah, and say you're sorry. I even said it. Say you're sorry. Thanks for the call, David. I even said at the end of one of my shows, I'm like, I usually am like, yeah, my name's Keith McPherson. You can follow me at Keith McPherson. One of the shows this week, I was like, maybe don't. Actually, don't follow me. Actually, leave me alone online. <laughs> I try to, like, talk to everybody and respond and engage with people and have conversations about sports and stuff. And anytime I tweet something, it's like, some random anonymous Mets fan, like, you're a clown, you're a bozo, you suck. I'm like, all right, get over it already. <laughs> I get it, though. You need somebody to be public enemy number one. I wasn't looking to be, but if the shoe fits, I'll wear it. But I told y'all all season, like, I'm not rooting against the Mets. I dubbed them the Make It Happen Mets. The only time I was rooting against the Mets, when they were playing against my favorite team, the only team I've ever rooted for, the New York Yankees. And when they're not facing the Yankees, like, right now, it's a brand new season. What happened in the regular season is over. I'm watching the AL wild card and the NL wild card. There's zero reason for me not to root for the Mets, for the city, for my coworkers here at WFAN that root for the Mets, for my friends and family that root for the Mets, friends and family that went to the game tonight where I'm like, that's tough. Uh, like I'm thinking about Yankee Stadium on Tuesday. Everybody better be out there ready to go, better be loud, better be turned up, and better be in it for the whole game. Don't leave early. 
Don't get down on yourself. If Cole gives up a couple bombs, he's going to. He's going to. And if he doesn't, good for the Yanks, right? The Mets were not able to survive Max Scherzer giving up four bombs. No one would be. I don't, I, I, there's no team. That's why I said they gave up seven runs. The Phillies were able to put up six in the ninth on, uh, you know, the, the Cardinals' bullpen. But these, the rest of these games were low-scoring games. 2-1, 4-0. It's hard to score seven runs, and then what? they, they would have needed eight runs. It's hard to score eight runs first game of a wild-card round, a postseason round. It's got to be a low-scoring game. DeGrom's got to shove. DeGrom's got to stand on his name, his legacy, be the GOAT, be the DeGrominant, be all of that. And then the Mets got to make it happen. They got to hit. They got to score early. They got to score early. If you get a runner to third, do everything to score that run. Manufacture a run. Steal bases. Play some small ball. Get those runs across the, the board. They're vital. They're vital. And then you stay alive, and then you fight Sunday. And, you know, all of this can change. All of this can change. And then maybe you win Sunday and Scherzer gets a chance to redeem himself uh, against the Dodgers, who the Mets already beat in the regular season. Should feel good about that if that happens. But right now it's dark. Right now it's tough. Right now it just seems far-fetched to think that the Mets rip off the next two wins after they lost like they lost tonight. But they can. It's it's postseason baseball. A lot of postseason baseball revolves around the starting pitching. And, uh, you know, like I said, who can hit the long ball? So maybe Alonzo hits a homer. Maybe DeGrom goes seven innings and keeps it to, you know, one run or less. And like I said, maybe they win 3-1 or, or 4-2 or something like that. I expect a low-scoring game if the Mets are able to pull it off. I don't think they want to get into a, you know, hitting slugfest, really, right, trying to match the long ball with the Padres. They, they got a, a few guys that can hit it out. They have a few guys in that lineup that are dangerous. And, uh, yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. It's the most wonderful time, but it's also the most stressful time. Manny out in Brooklyn, you're next up on the fan. Hello. My boy Keith holding it down at the fan. Yes, sir. Man, Keith, is this the same? Oh, man. Just like Carton says, man. You know, like, wow. And I'm actually a Mets fan, but I was listening to, to Evan earlier and I was hearing fans getting on him for him being so negative when it wasn't actually being negative. He was not being delusional. As a lot of Evan is smart. He watches a lot of baseball and over the years he's seen some things. You're not you're not really fooling Evan too much. I mean, like and 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 it wasn't just today. It was just these past few days. They were like, "No, Buck knows what he's doing. He's saving the Grom for the Dodgers or whoever they're gonna face next." And I'm like, "What?" Yeah. I mean, you guys, and they're lucky. You pointed this out earlier. They're very, very, very lucky because if this would have been last year, that's it. They would have been planning vacations to the Bahamas or wherever else. <laughs> Cancun on three. You know what I'm saying? Like. You know, it's it's crazy, and you know, let's just hope for tomorrow. The ground could come through, and then just finish out on on Sunday. If not, man, let's go Yanks. <laughs> that's crazy. Thanks for the call, Manny. But that's crazy. If the if the Mets are done this weekend, they're done before the Yankees even start. Our Mets fans 
rooting for the Yankees? Mets fans for Yankees? Are they going to be rooting for the Yankees? Or are they going to be rooting for the Yankees to also be one and done? The Yankees got their own problems. They got their own issues. I'm ready for it, though. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I'm in there. <laughs> I'm in there Tuesday. I'm in there Thursday, obviously. I was in there in 2019 and 2018 and 2017 and 2015. Why wouldn't I be in there now? And nothing scares me. I have no fear. I was telling Paul, he's like, what do you fear? I'm like, this is what I fear. I don't, I don't fear getting bounced in the ALDS by, I don't know, the Guardians or the Tampa Bay Rays who have already eliminated the Yankees before. I, I fear getting bounced by the Astros again. I fear the Yankees actually winning a round, winning the division round, getting healthy, getting Benintendi back, right? Uh, Matt Carpenter having some big moments at the plate. Uh, I don't expect them to pitch to judge, but maybe John Carlo hits some home runs and Glaber Torres hits some home runs. You need the long ball. The Yankees sure can hit the long ball. They do it every year. And at Yankee Stadium, that short porch is available. But what scares me and what I would hate is to lose to the Houston Astros again. Game 7 in uh, Minute Maid Park. The Yankees lose to the Astros again, and the Astros go on to the World Series, to another World Series. For the Yankees to get that close again and lose to their nemesis, a team that isn't afraid of them, like, I just, I, my eyes can't, I can't watch that again. I can't go through that again. But I'm not afraid of it. I know that very well is going to happen. That's how it's going to line up. I know the other side of it is the Astros have eliminated the Yankees four times in the last seven years. It's got to come around. It's got to flip at some point, right? The baseball gods are cruel, but they're sometimes fair. It's got to happen for the Yankees at some point. And this is the year where I feel like the Yankees have more pitching and more hitting than they've had in years past. So why can't it be this year? I'm down for it. And I feel like, you know, if the Mets get bounced, the Yankees got to go on a run to the World Series. We got to have a full month of postseason baseball here in New York. It's been too good of a regular season. And it's been too long since we've had it. Can't be over that quick. Can't be over in two weeks. So let's go Mets. Let's go Yanks. We're still in it until we're not. Mets fans for Yankees. Yanks fans for Metsies. Whatever. Like, we're on two different sides. It's the American League and the National League. At this point, I understand, you know, I see online Yankees fans getting at Mets fans. Rightfully so. Like I said, I shared my own experience. Uh, I heard it all season from, not all season, but pretty much from <laughs> when uh, Howie Rose hit me up because the seven line was quote tweeting some stuff that I said about old timers day, obviously joking, but not obviously got some attention from that saying that the Mets should do their own thing. Stop trying to be like the Yankees. Old timers day is ours. No, the Mets actually had a great old timers day this year. The Yankees just brought everybody out to wave. They didn't play. And, uh, you know, the Subway Series, all that. All of, it's it's a rivalry. This is what we do here. This is New York. You're on one side of the fence. Some people are on both sides of the fence. But some of us are, are you know, clear Yankees fans that hate the Mets. Some of us are clear Yankees fans that don't care about the Mets because we are concerned about the Yankees. And here we are in October. The Mets are down one. I don't want to see the Padres win. I want to see the Padres fail <laughs> without Fernando Tatis. And they go all in, right? Everyone was ready to crown them the champions because they went and got Juan Soto. I want to see that team lose. I want to see them fail. It shouldn't be that easy to just go make all these trades and deals and moves and build your team. I mean, I guess the Mets tried to do that. The Mets tried to buy some players and make some trades and build a contender. And, hey, on paper, 
it looked good. It looked good for the whole season. But uh, here we are in October, and I, I warned y'all, like, October, baseball is different. Anything can happen. Let's go to Queens and talk to Harris. You're on the fan. What's up? Hey, Keith. I'm super appreciating your uh, Yankee perspective because I was a Evil Empire, Mattingly Jeter fan, and Buck was the one I credit with making those World Series teams. Yeah, as much that was as- right before I, I got into the Yanks. I was too young to see Mattingly. I wish I, I saw a Donnie, Donnie baseball play. Um, so Walter's still my fave. Uh, manager, and he's the jersey I'm getting if uh, if I get one now. Uh, but he's the best. But I think he messed up tonight. I think he needed to talk to his players about taking more pitches and getting. You, you shouldn't be going into what the fifth inning or sixth inning with like 50 pitches thrown, especially not when he's throwing like that. He needed to toss a lot more uh, pitches at the at the players so that he would be out sooner. Yeah, thanks for the call, Harris. Uh, kind of lost me there, but we have to take a break anyway. Um, checking over some things. Buck Showalter is a good manager. Uh, that 11 jersey is clean. Uh, his history has now met the Mets history. I think that, you know, when you lose a game, you start to look back on every single move and every single thing. And I've heard people talk about what Buck did in, in Atlanta and what he did tonight. And Buck doesn't play. That's something that Paulie said. Buck doesn't play. At the end of the day, these guys got to make the most out of their starts, out of their at-bats, and they got to get it done. They got to make it happen. Uh, Buck draws up the lineup and compress buttons and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, it's on the players, and the players got to step up. If they want their season to continue, they will. Keith McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. Right back after this. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Now that's a good beat. Q-tip. Such a vibrant thing. A vibe, a vibe, a vibe, a vibe thing. Keep McPherson on the fan. For another 30 minutes or so, a somber night, man. The more I read and the more I look at things and, you know, I think about the Mets being this close to winning their division. Like, they don't even belong in this round. Technically, like, they were this close to getting a bye and to see them get rocked like that, give up four home runs, have the most runs scored on them. And honestly, that, that was the biggest, you know, next to, I guess, the Mariners game, but... They, you know, they were closer in that game. That game was 3-0 and then 4-0. But, like, the biggest difference in the game came uh, in, in City Field. They lost by six runs. And this is a team that has 101 wins. This is a team that was in first place for majority of the season. What is going on? They have to stand up. And the script has written itself, folks. You didn't go Jacob DeGrom game one. You came out with the smoke and mirrors. Marte's not going to play. We're going to pitch Chris Bassett. <gasps> Why are you going to pitch? Whoa, you're going to save DeGrom for the DS? As soon as I saw that, I'm like, S- you can't plan for something that, like, it's not like it's a, it's not like it's a regular season schedule game. <laughs> you know you have to pitch your best pitchers to advance. Pitch your best guys to advance and then worry about that later. But I guess they thought they were going to, you know, throw up some smoke screens or whatever. 
and you have to pitch DeGrom. Whether you win, you win or lose, you pitch DeGrom in game two. It's a three-game series. Whether you're facing elimination or trying to close out another team, you pitch the best guy you have. They went with Mad Max. He has the most experience in the postseason, most experience pitching on short rest, the biggest price tag on him. Okay, he failed. Now it's on DeGrom. Save us. Save the day. Come on, Jacob. You're our only hope. He could do it. And then you got to do it again. You got to get back to back. That's why That's why the first game is so important, right? Because we're going to watch these games today. And, you know, some of the teams will be eliminated. Some of the teams will fight back. But when you lose that first game, it's like, okay, now guys are either going to play super tight or nervous or scared. And that can go two ways. And I honestly thought going into this series, I said it on MLB Network. I said it in, in everywhere that I was asked about the Mets. I'm like, this means more to the Mets. They have more at stake, more on the line, more riding on this. Uh, I think they're going to turn up. I think they're going to play up. I think this is what they need. You know, I even used Buck Showalter's quote about, you know, these guys feeling pain, right? Uh, the pain of losing, getting swept by the Braves, and then, you know, making someone else feel their pain. I thought they were going to come out and make the Padres feel their pain tonight from getting swept and losing a division in the last weeks of the season and, uh, you know, being a wild card team, I thought they were going to come out and prove that they don't belong in this round and get to you, Darvish, and hit and, you know, Scherzer shove. But no, that's not how it went. The reality is they lost by a lot. It wasn't close. They got rocked. And now it's on DeGrom to save the day. And if he doesn't, the reality is that could be the last time you see him as a Met. The guy's already said he's opting out. We don't know where he's going to go. And, you know, it's tough to see Scherzer Come off the mound. After what he did, I was like, somebody boo this man. <laughs> Let's go to Bohemia, New York, and talk to Michael on the fan. What's up, Mike? Hey, Keith. Uh, you're, uh, to me, you're a class act. I listen to you guys every day. A uh, couple things. Well, first of all, I think the Yankees are a fantastic freaking ball team. My brother took me to Derrick G tonight, and I got tears in my eyes, I guess. Yeah, that was awesome uh, until Hicks dropped oh that fly God. ball. and But but I was tearing up, too. I had my sunglasses on, my hat. I was like, I hope nobody sees me here. Yeah, Derrick Jeter night was awesome. Uh, for me, watching Jeter, that was my entry to baseball. My first baseball jersey I ever had was a number two Jeter jersey. And, you know, they're showing the clips from his whole career. And I'm like, man, these are the first images I ever saw of Jeets. And then when they bring him out there with his kids and, and his daughters are running around, you could tell they don't know anything about what he means to all of these fans. And it was a great, like, quick ceremony, uh, powerful ceremony. Great to see Jeter, right? We saw his whole career from rookie to Hall of Fame, and he comes back, and he hadn't been around. And, you know, I was great. Okay, let's bring Michael back in. Fantastic. Uh, I'm a Mets fan, okay? I've always been a Mets fan. Um, I want to. I, I need your opinion on one thing. Diaz is a fantastic pitcher. They use Diaz at the end of the game. Why not throw San Diego a curveball and use Diaz for like the first three or four innings? Um, t- tonight they got they got they have Jacob Degrom. First off, they like. Jacob DeGrom is the best pitcher in baseball. Honestly, when he's on, when when he's got his stuff, there's no one better. 
I understand, but that's what you what you said. Diaz is a closer. D- when D- he's on. I, D- this is not the time to play games. Thanks for the call, Michael. We're not going that far left. <laughs> I'll entertain everybody. I'll let everybody talk and get their takes and stuff off. <laughs> Starting Edwin Diaz in game two. Do or die situation here. No, that's not an option. I legitimately thought for a second when he made that, when he gave that, pitched that idea to me. I thought, oh, okay, I see one inning to <laughs> oh, start. So you heard that first. I heard it. For, okay, I heard it first, and I thought to myself, okay, you know, one inning. But I didn't realize three to four innings. Are you out of your mind? No, 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 no. no. He's not a starter. At- that's the exactly. He's not a starter. Uh, what did he get the idea from watching how the Yankees like just basically do an opener? He, like sh- they basically no, no. shoved Gar what's like Devi Garcia against oh, the race. They that just was like a mistake. shoved him into the into that the was, field. That was the Yankees in 2020 trying to outraise the Rays. Oh, we're gonna throw them off. We'll throw them off our scent. We're really gonna pitch Jay Happ. But we'll throw Davey Garcia as a opener. We'll bill it as he's going to be the game two starter. Then we'll bring Jay Happ out of the bull, bullpen, who has no experience really doing that. And then he sucked. So, no, there is zero chance. Can't entertain that. What you want to see Edwin Diaz do tomorrow is come out to close the game. You ideally would like to see DeGrom hand, hand it off to Edwin Diaz somewhere in the uh, eighth inning. That That is the idea. Like, I don't... This is the thing that I I saw that the fact that they were even un, unsure, or undecided about who's going to pitch game two for Saturday. That already weren't, gigantic no red way. flag. That and, was a red flag right and, there. And so that's why I said I didn't really engage with in with in too much of that conversation because I tried to let it play out. And I understand people are like, yeah, but if you win game one, you throw Bassett game two, and then you save Degrom. And I'm like, if 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 if. You can't if this. You can't plan ahead. It isn't a regular season. Like, you can't do that. You have to handle business. It's not a guarantee you win game one. And uh, I know after watching Scherzer go out there and suck, maybe you're thinking, oh, no, DeGrom hasn't pitched great. The best option we have, the best pitcher we have, the most lights-out guy we have is Edwin Diaz. Uh Uh-uh. There's zero chance that he starts game two in a do-or-die elimination game in City Field he is the guy you want to close that game. You want him to be the last guy on the mound, not the first guy on the mound. Let's go to Langdon Park, Maryland. Dan, you're on the fan. Yes, sir. Thank you, Keith. I uh, appreciate you taking my call. I uh, just wanted to say, first of all, um, thank you for taking calls. I wasn't sure if your show took them. Uh, and second of all, um, I feel like you're a little down on the Mets, and I know you say you're impartial, but you're also talking about Crane when Derek Jeter retired, and you're talking about the Yankees and how great they are. So, you know, Max Scherzer has one bad start, and I'm just curious why you think the Mets are like doomed. It wasn't like, one. Did you watch him? Did you watch him last week? Uh, you know, host. Did you watch him last week against the Braves? Yeah, no, I did. I feel like it was a close game. And, you know, I mean, the Braves are the Braves, um, you know. This is less about me and more about the Mets, right? I think most people know that I'm a Yankees fan. And the fact that I was getting choked up at Derek Jeter and I has nothing to do with anything. For the Mets right now, they're in a situation that they could have avoided multiple ways. But it is what it is. And uh, Max Scherzer... Didn't have it tonight. Be mad at Mad Max. Be mad at uh, 
You're forty-three million dollar man, not me. I'm holding it down tonight. Uh, there's a ton of things I'd like to talk about: football, basketball, baseball, hockey about to come through. Going to Brooklyn Nets practice in the park Sunday. We've got London coming up for the Giants. On like we could talk about a bunch of things, but tonight is for Mets fans to think about their season and what potentially could be the last game of the season coming up at 7.37. Do or die DeGrom on the mound. It is what it is. We're putting game one in the past, but part of putting game one in the past is talking about it on the radio, talking about the state of things on the radio, taking calls, and uh, not trying to make it about the host. I'm not trying to make it about myself. The caller mentioned that he went to Derek Jeter night, and yeah, there was a lot of people standing up, filming, emotional, but whatever. That's just part of the conversation. That's not me being impartial. That's not me trying to steer the conversation that way. The Yankees haven't played yet. We'll have plenty of Yankees nights and Yankees talk coming up. Some I'm looking forward to. Some I I know I'm not going to love. They're not going to be that fun. But it is what it is. It's October. At least we have October baseball. At least we have teams in New York that are in it that aren't, you know, we could be talking tonight if the Mets weren't in it and it's just waiting on the Yankees. We could be talking about, oh, all these other teams that played and, it wouldn't be the same. So let's keep the line moving. Let's go to Antonio in Manhattan next up on the fan. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? How's everything going? All right. You know, bringing it home. Yeah, I mean, look, look, I have two perspectives that I want to just talk about real quick. Uh, as far as like, look, the Grom, you know he's going to opt out, right? So what does that mean? It means this. It means that he wants to get paid, right? So what is, that really means that he's probably going to – pitch well but basically for five innings you know he's like five inning pitcher than the sixth inning he's probably gonna not pitch well but this is my thing this is my worry and my worry is kind of like this you know people say oh he's gonna be great the is gonna be this he's just the greatest pitcher that ever lived etc etc yeah for five innings but this is gonna happen and this is what i'm scared of as, as a Mets fan look there's a guy that can wreck a game and that guy you know what and what team he's in and Diego Padres, you know who I'm talking about. Juan he Soto. can wreck a game. Exactly. He basically, this is a one-game elimination tomorrow. And that guy can come in, basically hit a home run, hit another, hit another. He can wreck the game. And, and see, a lot of people are going to talk about, oh, DeGrom, he's the greatest pitcher that ever lived. And this and this and this, this and that. It, look, it's not about that. It's about basically the pressure of basically winning one game. And now he has all this pressure. But, yeah, yeah, you know, he basically – he wants to get paid, and I, I, what I, from what I heard from a lot of people is that he doesn't he doesn't want to you know he doesn't want to be here in New York. He wants to leave. So at the end of the day, look, he's going to get paid. He's probably going to leave, and maybe the Mets have a shot of winning this game. But I'm not to tell you the truth as a Mets fan. I'm not a hundred percent like certain man. Thank you. Thanks for the call. I mean, with Degrom, right? Whether he's staying or going. He has to perform. This is uh, baseball. This is Major League Baseball. Everyone in Major League Baseball is watching this. It's not like he can just do this for the Mets' eyes and the fans that root for the Mets are going to see this. No, everybody's going to see this. Every GM's going to see this. And uh, he, he has to go out there and pitch well, not just for his Mets' legacy, but for his whole legacy and for wherever he plans on going next. It might be to stay here. He could have a heroic performance, right? He could go seven innings. Like I'm saying, he could go seven, eight innings. And, uh, you know, have shutout innings, right? I, I don't think, you know, a five-inning outing, I don't think that's where the Mets want to be going to their bullpen. You need DeGrom to give you six, seven, even eight. And, like, Darvish had a magic inning where he, he had a five-pitch inning tonight. 
And uh, it's crazy. He had that five in, that five pitch inning. I think right after Mad Max had a shutdown inning. I'm like, everything is is going the Padres' way. But that could flip, right? It's another day that could flip for Degrom. Degrom could have a five pitch inning, and then he's cruising along. But the Mets have to score. They have to hit. They get guys on base tonight. They leave them on base tonight. They have to get them in. If you get guys to third, everything has to be a. Hey, let's score these guys. These guys are stealing bases. Got to get them in. Every run counts in October. You got to be able to manufacture a run or two here, or that long ball is going to creep up on you. It's going to get you. It's going to eventually creep up on you, whether it's Jerkson, Profar, or Trent Grisham, or Manny Machado, or Josh Bell. Like these guys are professionals, they're professional hitters. And their lineup is decent, like better than decent. They have a good lineup. They have a a bunch of guys that can hit the ball out. And Max did good tonight against his former teammate, Juan Soto, right? In the pregame, they were talking about, will you do the Soto shuffle on him? He said, yeah. And he also said that, you know, Max is locked in. He won't even look at me. He won't even make eye contact. No, he's got to be locked in. You're not on his team. He's trying to retire you. And Soto went 0 for 4. But I don't expect him to go 0 for 4 tomorrow. I don't don't expect him to go 0 for 4 back-to-back days. So it is all on Jacob deGrom. What a stage that is set for Saturday night in Queens, City Field. Could be deGrom's last start as a Met. Uh, It's got to be a memorable one. 877-337-6666. Keith McPherson on the fan. Back after a quick timeout. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Let it rip. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. rainy week a lot of rainy days and the rain goes away we get beautiful days and it feels like it's raining again cheer up Mets fans you're not eliminated it's best of three if your team has any type of guts or respect for themselves or just like any thoughts about what this would mean to be eliminated in two games technically swept out of the first ever wild card round like this, like they got to get off the mat. They got to get up. And who better to stand up with than Jacob deGrom? Jacob deGrom is probably a guy that they should have pitched tonight. But they were playing games with, oh, we're going to pitch Bassett. And that way we line up deGrom for the NLDS. That, like you can't start. Don't, what they say? Don't count your eggs before they hatch, your chickens before they hatch. Like, can't put the carriage in front of the horse, the horse in front of the carriage. Can't plan for the DS until you win the wild card series. You can't. You can't be planning for the division series before you enter the wild card series. The whole design was, oh, they got Max Scherzer to go next to Jacob deGrom as the best one-two punch in baseball. Everybody in baseball, look out. Well, that first punch completely whiffed and then they got punched boom 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 a bunch of times now here comes the second punch second punch can even the series and then you go to a game three which is like a game seven and anything can happen in game seven let's go to keith out in queens what's up keith you're on the fence hey keith uh i mean you're you're way ahead of me i mean when you're talking about uh smoke and mirrors and all this stuff. I mean, I saw this coming, you know, I saw this coming against Atlanta. You know, as I'm a Mets fan, I saw the chink in the armor. The whole team looked looked down. And it's just, it's sad because it's like, to me, it's, it's arrogance. It's a little bit of arrogance and like a loser's mentality. You Like, you have DeGrom and Scherzer. You have to move on. You got to throw DeGrom game one, Scherzer game two. It's over. You move on, and you take it from there. That's it? Hello? Yeah, that's it. That's how you feel? I mean, they didn't do that. They went I mean, they, they went I mean, Scherzer, because, they went DeGrom, um, and now that, that just is what I, it is. And we'll see how they line I up mean, for game three with Bassett. Yeah, but I, mean, or, I mean, Keith, I mean, every every show on the fan, whether it's Seeky and Tyranny, and I love – I love all the shows. I love Tiki Tyranny, you know, Carton and Roberts. Just like they're like going inside all these hypothetical situations. Oh, well, if this guy pitches, this guy does yep. this, this guy does that. You didn't hear like, me we, do that. Like, didn't waste any like, time you, on you that. Gotta, to me, it's like, it's like a loser's mentality. You throw DeGrom one, Scherzer two, and that's it. And you and you move on. I, I just I, I don't understand it. Even even what, what Pete, I don't know what Pete Alonzo said. He said something like, oh, 
you know, it's, you know, it's our fault because we got swept by the Cubs. And it's like, and it's like, <laughs> dude, you, you couldn't get one game against the Braves. Yeah, it's, like, was... it's almost like the, the way that they, the way that they, it, it's not even like you lose to the Braves. It's fine. It's like the way that they got thumped and just laid down. Yeah. I was not in a postseason atmosphere. Uh, it was, it, I was, the calendar I turned was, to October. They went yes. down to Atlanta. It was a packed house, a postseason atmosphere, and they folded dude, three nights dude, in a row. Was, nationally televised like, games. And it's like people say that, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm the bad person because I'm like, listen, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm hoping for the best, expecting the absolute worst. And that was exactly what I was expecting. So it's like, I can't even, I can't even be sad. Like I'm still, I'm still, my gut still hurts, but but I'm, but I'm like, you know what? I was, I was expecting this. I saw this in Atlanta. I saw the chink in the armor the way the team just looked deflated, even, even Buck, like they lost the series and Buck is like, I'm proud of this team. You got thumped and yeah. you did nothing about it. it. To me, it's like Scherzer looks like he's done this dead arm thing. He looks like he's shot. He should I, I, honestly, like I feel sorry for him because I know, I know he's a competitor and it's like, I, I want, I still want to be optimistic because I know we still have a game. If this was a year ago, you know, it would it would be over, and that would be it. We still have another game, but it's like I just don't get it. Everybody's trying to like play all these like hypothetical situations, and, and that's not reality. Yeah. That, I mean, mm. dude, do do you want to win, dude? Do you want to win? If I want to win, I'm throwing Degrom, and then I'm throwing Scherzer, and you're done. You're dead, right? And, and then I you throw, deal with it when you get to the exactly, DS, right? Like exactly. If you this is what I don't understand. You have you have Bassett in your back pocket, but it's like if you're so confident in Bassett in a game three do or die, why wouldn't you be confident in him in a game one against the Dodgers? It makes no sense to me. Why are we overcomplicating something yeah, that yeah. I feel like in a five game series? That- I think they tried to play the media. That's what I think it is, right? I think it was like I said, it was they were trying to throw them off their scent. Uh, they were trying to play the media and their opponent, similar to, to the Marte thing. We see a video of Marte just underhand throwing a ball. He's like in right field shagging fly balls, and he's not even throwing it overhand. So that leads you to believe, oh, this guy can't even grip a baseball yet. He's not going to play. Then today at 350, bum, 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 here he is. Starling Marte, uh, they, everybody. Okay, so they dude, lied. But, and but, as soon as I that saw that, was... I'm like, they, they were lying about potentially pitching Bassett. And I don't think they would have pitched Bassett even if Scherzer won. Because like I said, you win, you you pitch DeGrom so that you don't play a game three, you end it. You lose, you pitch DeGrom so that you avoid being eliminated. But, the, it, but I, yeah, I, I, I don't get it. To me, it's just. It's a, the whole thing is a loser's mentality. What you really is—is is that really what it's come down to? Where we have Marte pretending to like be bad at baseball, like he's still hurt because we're trying to throw them off. I, I just, to me, it's it's maddening, it's it's sickening, and it's like I saw all this coming, and it's like I can already—it's like I already have—I I already have it in my head. Degrom is going to go six tomorrow. He's going to give up three earned runs. He's going to strike out eight or nine guys and going to lose four to one. And it's going to be good night. And I mean, and I, and I hate saying that. And I, I hate saying that, but it's like, 
Keith, I, that's what I. That's that's what, what I you're see. going off and of. It, that's what seems like more realistic than a heroic that, performance than the Mets scoring yes. four or five runs. I, yes. I get it. I understand you're going off of what yes. you've seen. It's it's a recency thing. You're going dude, off. I, dude, that 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 Pete Alonso tweet or or quote or whatever it was drove me crazy when he was talking about where where he said, "Oh yeah, you know, it's our fault because we got by the Cubs." It's like any team can get team okay it it happens you had three games against the Braves and Lindor, DeGrom, Scherzer all of you looked like you wanted to go home you all looked sad like you were ready to cry like I, I, I don't get it the Braves are supposed we didn't even look like we were in their league right that was what was most discouraging to me and what was like you know what where it's like I couldn't even get excited for the game tonight it's like all i could do was just literally feel sorry for the mets fans that went to the game because i saw it coming i saw all the memes with the mets fans with their hands in their head and that's exactly the way that it turned out and that's exactly the way that i expect it to turn out tomorrow keith thanks for the call i got to get to my last two calls and you just made me think of something man like i'm just uh I feel sorry for the youngins, right? You know, I said that in the beginning. Like, I was happy for the Mets fans, the kids that are born into Mets fandom, the kids that are rooting for the Mets to get there. And, you know, maybe there's a little guy out there that's 14 or 13 or 12 years old, and this is the best Mets team he saw. And now it seems like the more things change, the more they stay the same. But you're still alive. DeGrom, got to get a win. And all of this can change. You get one win, you get another win. And you advance. It's still on the table. Let's go to Josh in the Bronx. Josh in the Bronx, what's up? I'm telling you, man. Look. You got, look. It's all mental, man. You got to turn it around and say, hey, let the past go, man. This is the future. You've got another game to play. You win it, you're still in it. Come on, man. Yeah, that's it. One win. The Yankees, man. Look. They've got the rest. They're figuring it out. Look, the Braves, September, it's all in the past. This is October, man, just as you said. Move on, man. Concentrate on tonight. Get the W, and then you can move forward and just navigate it from there. Look, you're still in it, man. Don't drown in your sorrows just yet. You got another game, another 24 hours, man. Yep, got to even the series. That's it. Right. Even the series. Thank you, Keith. I'll leave it there. You enjoy the, those games, man. Thanks for Thanks. the call, Josh. That's all it's got to be, right? As you guys are going to sleep tonight or, you know, putting this in the past tonight, focus on one game, Jacob DeGrom and the New York Mets. Got to even the series. Then you win one Sunday, and this is also in the past. Like, the Brave series is in the past. It's a rough start, but it's a three-game set at home. They can't win back-to-back games at home against the Padres? They can. Darvish is tough. That's the third time that they failed against Darvish. He's a good pitcher. He battled tonight. But they have two more nights to win back-to-back games, and then you get to go across the country and face the Dodgers, a team that they should feel confident in because they rose to the occasion and beat the Dodgers when they had to. Last call of the night goes to Aaron out in Los Angeles. A Dodgers fan on the fan? I saw some Dodgers fans in City Field. They kept cutting to them. 
Yeah, you know, and, and I, I've been listening to the radio shows all week long over in New York, and, you know, um, they've, you know, I, I, you know, I haven't heard you, but I heard, you, I think it was Michael Kay and then um, the Carton Roberts, you know, they didn't seem to have a problem with not pitching Jake DeGrom tonight. And, you know, those are mistakes that the Dodgers have made over the past 10 years, as we as Dodger fans know. If you have your best pitcher out there, you need to go ahead and, and use him. You know, last year we had Max Scherzer, and we got burned with him too, you know. And, um, you know, they. I, I feel that a lot of the Mets fans and a lot of the Mets media are really just underestimated the Padres. I mean, the Padres are a good team. And I'm, I'm hoping that the Mets could win because I would think the Dodgers would have a tougher time with the Padres, you know. Being that they're division foes, being that you guys see each other, there's familiarity there, West Coast. Yeah, you know, um, I think the Dodgers, I mean, the Dodgers had a better season record against the Padres than they did the Mets. So I would guess that L.A. wants to face the Padres, but the Padres are rolling right now and they know what time of the year it is. It's all in for them. They went all in. They all have to play up in this time of the year. And they did tonight. They hit four long balls. They took advantage tonight. So... They they got to be smelling blood in the water. Blake Snell is getting on the mound, and, and he can be tough. He he had a no hitter going uh like two weeks ago against the Cardinals. Yeah, and he's tough against the Dodgers. I mean, you know. Yeah. And postseason baseball, know, it's I tight like this. It all comes but, down to aces and who hits the long ball. It all comes down to little decisions. It's a chess match. And I guess you know the Mets and Buck thought some of these things they put out there in the media was part of the chess match. Let's. Throw the opponent off our scent. Let's say we're going to do this and then do that. Well, here we are. One game. Jacob deGrom with the Mets season on the line. They're not out of it. You win one. You win the next one. You're on to the NLDS. Keith McPherson on the fan. That's all I've got. C-Mac is coming up next. Keep it locked right here. Call him up and keep the conversation going. It's Saturday. And like I said, the Mets are not out of it. They've got one more game to keep it going. And then next week. Yankee Stadium, I'll see you there. That's all I've got. Thanks for listening. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.